0: Welcome to episode five of Ask the Grounding Experts, where our experts from ENS Grounding Solutions answer your engineering questions about the world of grounding and earthing. Today, our very own David Stockin answers a question emailed to us by Michael R. Thank you for your question, Michael. He asks, how exactly do GFCIs and circuit breakers work?
1: Yeah, so how do uh, GFCIs and circuit breakers work? So uh, for those of you who are in Europe, you may know them as RCDs, or residual current devices. Uh, Here in the United States, we call them ground fault circuit interrupters, or GFCIs. They're the same thing, just two different names. So if you see me saying GFCI, just know that means RCD as well. So residual current device, GFCI, same exact item different names. And then we have circuit breakers. And oftentimes we're using both at the same time in our system. And ultimately this involves what we call over current protection, right? We want to protect people from too much current, right? Um, so they work very differently. So in the case of a circuit breaker, it's looking for a short term, very short term, maximum amount of current, and in the case of a GFSI, it's looking for a very minimum amount of current. And it comes back to our fault current path. So we have a previous video. If you're interested in fault current paths, check that out. But in the case of a circuit breaker, uh, we have an accidental electrical fault. Say your kid sticks a, a fork in the outlet, right, and it causes a spark, right? Don't let your kids stick forks in outlets, by the way. It's a very bad very bad thing to do um, but let's say they do and you get that spark and the lights go out right the circuit breaker has been tripped and all of this happens in faster than you can blink your eye I mean in, in like something like one 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 hundred and twentieth of a second it occurs and what happens that current comes in and it, it ties the the hot wire is accidentally tied in this case, to the ground wire with no resistance, right? So a max, uh, some current flows through, goes down our ground wire, back to our circuit breaker box, through the neutral ground bond in the box, up the neutral wire to the transform that's owned by the utility company hanging out on the pole, right? Hits the center tap of the winding, goes across the winding, causing a massive current to flow, right? And if you haven't looked inside your panels, uh, there's actually a little label inside of it. It can actually be scary uh, with the amount of uh, asymmetrical current, fault current flow that can fly down your into your panel, right? It's 10,000, even 50,000 amps for a very short period of time, literally half of a cycle. But a massive amount of current will fly down that wire hit the inside of your electrical panel and causes your circuit breaker to trip, killing it and stopping the circuit. And that happens literally within 1 120th of a second, right? The half of a cycle, of that fast. So a circuit breaker is designed for, to stop maximum levels of current from flying into your system. How does a GFCI work? GFCI work, works very differently. So in our hot wire and our neutral wire, and everybody says, oh, neutrals can't hurt you. Well, that's just simply not true, right? A neutral is a horrible name. I wish we no one had ever called it that. <laughs> it, it has exactly as much current on it as the hot wire has on it, right? So if you have 10 amps on your hot wire, you will have 10 amps on your neutral wire, right? It is carrying the return path, right? The Electrons come down, go across the hot wire, go across the load, and back through the neutral, right? The electrons don't know that we as humans changed the name and decided all of a sudden that we're going to no longer call them hot. We're going to call them neutral currents. Um, They're still the exact same currents that are just as deadly. So remember, there's nothing safe about neutral currents. They are very dangerous. They're just dangerous as hot currents, right? So they come down. That you have 10 amps on the hot wire, you should have 10 amps on the neutral wire. So we place a single Rogowski coil around those two wires, right? And it should be zero. The Rogowski coil will measure zero. So if your wife is using her hair dryer and she drops it into the sink, right? The drops into the sink. The because we have a connection to our water pipe system right? This is a topic for another video. Uh, way back at the panel, we have a connection at that water pipe. Some of that current is going to travel down the sink, the drain of the sink, or, and on, or onto the uh, copper pipes feeding water to the sink, right? And it's going to go back. It's going to take the copper water pipe back to the electrical panel. So we will no longer, if we have 10 amps coming in through the hot wire, now we only have, say, 9 amps going back on the neutral because one amp is now traveling on the cold water pipe, right? We, she dropped the the hair dryer into the sink and some of that current now is traveling back through the water pipe network. That means now there's a differential between the hot and the neutral and those wires that are between those two coils. Now there's a one amp difference and they're no longer cross canceling each other, right? So the hot wire It will have 10 amps on it. The neutral wire should have 10 amps on it, but they're 180 degrees out of phase, so they cross-cancel each other to equal zero. But now if we only have 10 amps on the hot and 9 amps on the neutral, that means we're going to detect in our Rogowski coil 1 amp, right? That 1 amp will trip that breaker, that, that circuit break that GFCI or RCD is set for between 5 to 30 milliamps, so 1 amp that's a 1000 milliamps right is more than enough to trip that circuit and kill it dead. So it's looking for a minimum differential between the of current between the hot neutral wire and that kills the circuit keeping your wife and kids and people swimming in swimming pools safe, right? Now, here in the United States, we don't have GFCIs on every circuit In Europe, you generally do. Every single circuit, including a refrigerator, has it. Uh, Here in the States, we're just a little bit behind the curve in getting that kind of protection. Um, uh, So oftentimes in Europe, you don't even know it's there. We're here in the States, we have very dedicated little uh, 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 outlets that have little test buttons on them. Uh, You may not see that in Europe, but you are already protected because it's handled at the panel. Where here in the states we tend to handle it at the outlet level and only at very specific outlets or on specific devices such as a hair dryer but the difference between a circuit breaker and an, a gfci has to deal with uh, what its intent is in tripping and disconnecting your electrical circuit automatically right A circuit breaker automatically disconnects when it gets a maximum amount of current that exceeds the setting of the circuit breaker. A GFCI or RCD automatically disconnects your electrical circuit based on a minimum differential between the hot and neutral wires. And that's the difference. That's how GFCIs and circuit breakers work. Thank you very much.
0: Thanks so much for listening. If you found this episode helpful, please give us a rating, share with a friend, and leave us a comment. We love to hear from our listeners. If you would like to learn more about the amazing world of electrical engineering and grounding, or would like to sign up for some of our world-renowned online training courses, please visit us at esgrounding.com. That's E as in Edward, S as in Sam, grounding.com. If you have a question that you would like our experts to answer, please post it on our blog, which you'll find on our website homepage, or you can shoot us an email at asktheexperts at esgrounding.com. We'll see you next time, and don't forget to subscribe so you'll get all of our future podcasts.